0: Hey friends! This episode is sponsored by Mood Plus, a company with a unique and ancient solution to modern stress. Some fascinating studies have happened in recent years that have shown the impact of beneficial microorganisms on mental health. Specifically, a bacteria called *Mycobacterium vaccae*. Basically, these microorganisms interact with our immune system and promote mental well-being as well as resilience to stress and anxiety. Normally, we would be exposed to this bacteria through contact with soil and mud. That's how our ancestors did it. But as society has grown and we've better understood disease, our efforts to combat the bad microbes have also reduced our contact with the good microbes. This is where Mood Plus comes on the scene, because they are on a mission to harness the natural power of these microorganisms in order to enhance health and well-being. If you're looking for a natural, research-backed way to impact your mental well-being and boost your mood, then give Mood Plus a try. The company is called Mood Plus, but it's spelled M-U-D with an umlaut over the U. So listen close for the website because I'm going to spell it all out for you. Visit M-U-D hyphen dot com and use code M U D at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's M-U-D hyphen dot com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for a 15% discount.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family.
0: the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and I want to help you live with more clarity, confidence, and purpose so you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friends? Welcome to the podcast. Today, we are not going back to the Having It All archives. That was the plan throughout the rest of 2022, as I've been taking a little bit of a hiatus. But... Today is special, is different because I'm so excited to announce to you all officially that my daughter, Naomi Rose Bivens, was born on November 30th of this year at 2.20 in the morning. And that makes her about three weeks old at the time of, of this being published. So we are all so thrilled over here. Sarah, Maya, our six-year-old daughter, um, Naomi, myself, we're all just so excited, amazing, healthy, everybody's doing well. And the birth itself was just outstandingly awesome. It really was. Naomi was born at home in our master bedroom in the same spot that our daughter Maya was born in six years ago. So that was magical right there. And Sarah was absolutely incredible during the birth. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe of her and how she showed up. She is so incredibly powerful and Maya was there as well and Maya was tremendous she was in full support of her mama just being there to encourage Sarah and and put her hand on Sarah's back as Sarah was pushing and moving through the contractions and Maya was just so excited to witness the whole experience and to watch her sibling being born um, and at the time we didn't know that Naomi was a girl we were we let it be a surprise so Maya was able to not only watch Naomi being born but she was able to announce to the room that it was a girl. And I was able to catch baby Naomi, which was so cool. So cool. With Maya's birth, I was seated behind Sarah. I was sitting on a yoga ball. Sarah was sitting on a birth stool, so I was there to to brace Sarah so she could push against me as she was pushing out Maya. But for Naomi, I was right there, I was sitting on the ground. Hands at the ready, And when Naomi came out, I caught her. and that was such a cool experience. So Sarah and I are going to do a a full sharing of our birth story um, in a couple of weeks. We'll record that and then share it on our other podcast, doing it at home. And then I will share that episode here on this feed. So if you're interested in listening to the entire story, you'll be able to do that. And today, I really just wanted to share the news with you of Naomi's birth because you all have been such a huge source of support for Sarah and I during this entire journey. And we are so incredibly grateful to you and your your messages, your emails, your outreach, all of that has been so awesome. It really has been. And you know, it was a journey for us to get pregnant. It took us over two years to actually become pregnant, which in hindsight, thinking about it now, it feels like a blink of an eye. You know, if I'm thinking back like, wow, three years ago, we were just starting, you know. we had the conversation, okay, we're ready to get pregnant and we were starting the process. And that was three years ago. It doesn't feel like it was three years. But I know because I lived it, while we were in that journey, it felt so long. And, it, and at times it felt incredibly challenging. And so again, as I reflect back on all of it, one of the biggest challenges that comes up for me is, is letting go. It's the idea of letting go, and I just want to talk about that briefly today, because letting go and surrendering to things that I cannot control, that has been an ongoing challenge for me for many, 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 many years, and it shows up in so many different areas of my life. And so over the past three years in particular, this pregnancy journey, being pregnant, the birth itself, as well as you know these few weeks of postpartum, um, I've been getting my butt whooped I have to get my butt whooped uh, as it relates to letting go and surrendering. When we wanted to become pregnant and that wasn't happening, you know, initially after a couple of months of you know us trying, and then Sarah's moon cycle would return, and we would get frustrated, and we would try something else, and you know, it was just going on and on and on like that. I just had a hard time surrendering to the process and just finding a, a space of peace that you know, this is out of our control to an extent and there's certain things we can do and you know, my, my, what's gonna serve me best is just trusting it all and being at peace. Like, it was so hard. It was so hard to do that. On the surface, I seemed like I had it under control and I seemed like I was able to be very present and, and grateful for everything and trusting the process. But you know, I'll tell you, underneath the surface, it was, it was tough. I had a lot of doubts. Why is this happening? What's going on with my body? What's, you know, are we not meant to have more children? You know, all these different things. You know, so many other internal conversations that I can't even think of in this moment, but I was always trying to find an answer and come up with an answer as to why things weren't happening the way that I wanted them to happen. And it took almost that entire two-year pregnancy or two-year journey to become pregnant for me to finally get to a place where I felt like I was letting go, where I felt like I was just allowing things to unfold. You know, it took probably a year and a half of that two years before I could just relax into it and be at peace with, with whatever might come. And it was tough. My ability to let go was tested again during the pregnancy itself. Once we finally did become pregnant, because I started to think about all of these, like, what ifs, you know, like, what if something goes wrong? What if something happens during the pregnancy? What if something happens during the birth? All of these interesting and annoying what if conversations were popping into my, into my brain. Hey, friends, this episode is sponsored by Mood Plus, a company with a unique and ancient solution to modern stress. Some fascinating studies have happened in recent years that have shown the impact of beneficial microorganisms on mental health, specifically a bacteria called Mycobacterium vacae. Basically, these microorganisms interact with our immune system and promote mental well-being as well as resilience to stress and anxiety. Normally, we would be exposed to this bacteria through contact with soil and mud. That's how our ancestors did it. But as society has grown and we've better understood disease, Our efforts to combat the bad microbes have also reduced our contact with the good microbes. This is where Mood Plus comes on the scene, because they are on a mission to harness the natural power of these microorganisms in order to enhance health and well-being. If you're looking for a natural, research-backed way to impact your mental well-being and boost your mood, then give Mood Plus a try. The company is called Mood Plus, but it's spelled M-U-D with an umlaut over the U. So listen close for the website because I'm going to spell it all out for you. Visit mud-plus.com and use code m u d at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's mud-plus.com and use code m u d at checkout for a 15% discount. Hey friends, this episode is sponsored by Factor, my go-to source for delicious and ready-to-eat meals. I love the work that I do, and I can find myself following an idea or a project for hours at a time, and then realize that I haven't eaten in a while. It's in those moments that I'm so grateful for Factor. First off, their meals are fresh, chef-crafted, and ready to eat, which means I don't have to spend time prepping, cooking, and cleaning up. I just get to enjoy the food. Second, since there are over 35 different meal options each week, I never get bored. I can choose from calorie smart, protein plus, keto, and more, which is great because Sarah and I have very different tastes, and now we don't have to compromise as much in the kitchen. And then there are the add-ons, which include things like pancakes, smoothies, and more. Basically, Factor has you covered through the entire day. Overall, we have found so much value in Factor, and if you're like us, then Factor might be the perfect solution for you if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash havingitall50 and use code all 50 to get 50% off. Again, that's code all 50 at factormeals.com slash HAVINGITALL50 to get 50% off. In our pregnancy with Maya you know, I was a lot more ignorant of the what-ifs. I had a, a short list of things that could go wrong or, or could derail us from the birth that we wanted. Uh, but this time around, that list was so much longer. And a big part of it is just because I had been exposed to more birth conversations. You know, with our other podcast, Doing It at Home, we've had over 300 interviews with, with moms and dads sharing their birth story. And so I was just much more aware of all the things that can happen during pregnancy and birth. And so with Naomi's pregnancy, when we hit about month number seven, that's when I, the reality like, oh, wow, we're going to have a baby soon. It it started to sink in a bit more. And I found myself just getting nervous. I would feel nervous at times. I would imagine all of the the negative scenarios that could happen with the remainder of the pregnancy and the birth. And it was really tough to shake that. It was really tough to just let go of all the things that I had learned through listening and being a part of so many birth stories. And I found it really hard to get back to just trusting that all was well and and letting go of what I couldn't control. And then now here we are, baby is here, and we're several weeks into this, this new experience. And once again, I'm struggling with letting go of the fact that my normal routine is is different. You know, things are not the way that they were just 3 weeks ago. In particular, I find myself feeling antsy is the best way, way to describe it, just antsy to exercise, to to, you know, get out of the house and go for a run or go to the gym or have some more solo time to myself, and these are all things that, as I'm saying it right now, I feel a little bit foolish, because, you know, th- those of you out there who are parents of multiples, or who just have several, you know, heavy responsibilities, you might just be shaking your head, like, Man, of course that was, you're not going to be able to have those things, not at the beginning, and I know that, and I have known that, yet I'm still finding it tough, you know, I'm finding it tough to let go of the fact that in this season, for right now, things are different. I'm not gonna be working out the way that I normally do. I'm not gonna have the time to myself, the time to think, the time to be in the garden, the time to read, the time to take a nice long bath that I normally would. And accepting all of that has has been challenging. It's been challenging. And so, letting go has been the theme. And maybe you can relate to, maybe this year or this season of your life, you have also had some challenges in letting go. Maybe you're noticing that you're feeling stuck in your ways or you're feeling quite rigid or inflexible. Or maybe you find yourself just feeling anxious, nervous, overwhelmed. You kind of feel like you're on edge or you're just trying to control things too much. Whatever it is, there's a lot of different... Uh, indicators that letting go would benefit us. And if that's you, then I just want you to know that, hey, I get it. (laughs) I totally get it. I am right there with you. And there are things that we both can be doing to feel different and to create different outcomes. And so I wanna end this, this short conversation with you by sharing with you some of the things that I have been doing and that I am currently doing that are helping me to let go, get back into this present moment, and to feel more peaceful overall. So these are in no particular order, but there are five things that I've been turning to, five tools that I've been picking up to help me let go. And the first is simple. It should just take a breath. Just take a breath. You know, the, during the pregnancy, when those what if conversations were popping up. I would catch myself in that downward spiral and I would catch myself like doing dishes or cooking or whatever. And I'm staring off into the middle distance because my brain is having all these disempowering what if conversations. And what I would do in those moments is just take a single deep breath. I would typically close my eyes, take that deep breath. I would feel my shoulders relax, and I could just literally feel myself calming down. The mental chatter slowed down, it would stop, and I would even congratulate myself for catching it. Like, oh, nice job, dude, you caught it. Whew, okay. Yeah, you were down that spiral for about 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes, but hey, you caught it. Nice job. So taking a breath is a tool that I've been using quite regularly. When I find that I am not letting go, and that I need to let go, the next tool that I've been using is I have a a "get present" mantra that I just sort of came up with on, on my own and found myself repeating over and over and over. So throughout the the pregnancy or well, the the conception journey, I would remind myself, like, "Hey, it's all good. Everything is okay. Everything is happening the way that it's supposed to happen. Otherwise, it wouldn't be going down like this. If it wasn't meant for you, it wouldn't be happening like this. And I can handle anything that comes my way. So I would repeat a version of that mantra whenever I needed to. Whenever I caught myself feeling frustrated, anxious, wanting to control things, feeling rigid, I would use that mantra. And it would help. It would help bring me into a different perspective, kind of elevate me above the challenge of the moment. Um, and it was a little mini reset. So having a get present mantra was the second tool that has helped me let go. The third tool that I've been using to help me let go is a big one for someone like myself who's, who's so used to doing and producing so many things at once. The tool is to focus on one thing at a time.
1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
0: So when you listen to the birth story, once Sarah and I actually record it, you're going to hear about the the blood, the blood which happened after Naomi came out because her cord broke. Almost immediately after she came out, the cord broke. and that cord is full of blood blood that's that's moving between Naomi and the placenta. so when the cord snapped, blood went everywhere and it looked like a like quite a scene. So when the midwives were working on Sarah to get the the cord clamped and get the clamped cord clamped on Naomi as well, I just decided in that moment focus on one thing: don't try to follow the midwives what's going on what's happening over here whoop just focus on one thing, I'm gonna focus on my girls. So I would speak to baby Naomi, hey baby, you're here, amazing, you look awesome, you're doing great, it's your daddy. And then I would shift and I would look at Maya, I put a hand on Maya, wow Maya look, it's a girl, are you so happy big girl, wow it's amazing, you did so well. And then I would go over to Sarah, Like, Sarah you did it, you were incredible, look at what you've done. And I just focus on my girls. And that kept my thoughts from going down this path of, oh my gosh, what's going on? And, you know, creating any little panic or fear, whatever could have happened, it didn't happen. Because I just focused on one thing. And I find myself doing that now, that baby is here, I do the same thing because there's a lot of stuff going on in my house, right? At any given moment, there might be dishes to do, there might be You know, Maya needs something, Sarah needs something, the baby needs something, the dog needs something, I need something. And so focusing on one thing at a time is the third tool that I'm using to let go, right? Because I'm the type that wants to try to control a whole bunch of things at once. Doesn't really happen right now. or It's not effective to do that right now. So focusing one thing at a time. The fourth tool that I'm using is a very simple one, and that's just to get outside. And let me tell you, it's cold right now. Georgia Georgia winters are very cold and they're wet. It's kind of like crappy weather. And that's how it is right now. But you know what? I'm making a point to get outside every day. Do something outside. You know, breathe some fresh air, move my body, go for a walk, go for a jog with the baby, do whatever it is. I did it very regularly throughout the pregnancy, throughout the conception journey as well. And I'm making a point to keep it up now. And what I'm finding it's doing is it's helping me to clear my head, especially that cold, crisp air it helps me to clear my head, helps me to get grounded, helps me to take a quick pause so that when I get back into the house or get back into whatever I'm doing, I'm, I'm more focused. I can, get, I can do the one thing at a time and I have a little bit more energy. So getting outside is the fourth tool that I'm using to let go. And the fifth and final tool that I've been using might be the hardest one for me and that is expressing myself. You are experiencing me right now in this moment using the tool. Because again, I wasn't going to share a new podcast today. My plan for November and December was to pull from the archive. But I realized like, wow, okay, I'm I'm feeling a bit rigid. I'm feeling like I'm controlling things, I'm struggling to let go and expressing myself and sharing what my challenges are, sharing what the frustrations are, that actually helps. So you are experiencing me right now practicing this tool. So when I'm feeling frustrated or overwhelmed or I feel some anxiousness coming on or just not being myself, I'm practicing on telling somebody. I'll tell Sarah, I'll tell one of my, my friends or one of the people from my community, I'll tell my, my parents, I'll share with my father, you know? I just, I share it. And it's one of the more challenging ones for me because I, I typically haven't, that hasn't been my go-to. You know, it's, it's been something over the years, especially since I started this podcast six years ago, it's been something that I've gotten better at expressing myself, but it, it truly is not the default for me. I don't go to that first. Um, but what I find that when I do express myself, it just feels lighter. You know, it's like a weight has been lifted as cliche as that sounds, that's, that's how I experience it. Like, ah, okay, I got it off my chest. I acknowledged how I was feeling. You know, I the world didn't end. I wasn't judged. Like the person that I shared it with, they get it, and they're there to support me because I trust that I've surrounded myself with people who, who love me and want the best for me. So expressing myself is the fifth tool that I've been using to let go and get back into the moment. So my friend, I get it, letting go is tough. And if you're struggling with it right now, then I've been there, I feel you, and I have a lot of compassion for you. I'm also very optimistic. I'm optimistic for you as well, because I know that you are much more capable of facing your challenges than you think. Even if you think, and I got this, you can handle even more than what you believe you can handle. And so you have a few more tools now that you can use, tools at your disposal, simple things that any of us can use when we're feeling rigid, stuck, overwhelmed, anxious, scared, whatever it is, just grab a tool. Grab a tool, give it a shot. And know that you're not the only one going through it. I'm right here as well, in the midst of this new parenthood thing, and I'm working on letting go all the time, like every moment, (laughs) <laughs> I'm working on letting go, so I'm there with you. Thank you for uh, hanging out with me. This actually took about twice as long as I thought it was going to, but I tend to be long-winded and I appreciate you hanging out with me through the duration if you're still here with me. I've got so many magical things happening and I'm excited for some brand new episodes of the podcast coming in January. I'm excited to share the birth story with you all and some some big lessons, some things I'm taking away from the entire experience and I've got some cool new things that I'm I'm cooking up for you in 2023. So I appreciate you hanging out with me today, hanging out with me this year, hanging out with me throughout this entire podcast. If you've been here from the beginning, you are tremendous. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful to you, whether you've listened for a minute or six years. I'm incredibly grateful for you. So thanks so much. If you want to reach out to me for any reason, you can email me. My email is Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. I read and respond to every single one of your messages and uh, just ask for a little bit of patience. As right now, I technically am on my paternity leave, which is awesome. I'm pumping my fist right now for actually taking a proper paternity leave. And uh, it does feel really nice. I feel like so many new ideas are are coming to me now that I've let go a little bit of some of the work responsibilities. All right. With that, once again, thank you so much. I'm going to get back to the fam. I appreciate you all. I love you. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you, Having It All. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health.